Welcome to the Mindset Artistry Podcast. This is Amanda DeWoe, a self-authenticity, prosperity life coach and actor or actress per your reference. And I'm Janelle Koloski, a career and mindset coach and an actor as well. Over the course of our lives, we've taken on the journey of healing, living, and being authentically ourselves as we successfully build individual careers. We're your hosts, and we're here to flip your mindset to teach you the artistry of what we learned will keep your mind in check. This podcast is designed for you, so you can discover your goals and courageously reach them at your highest potential while being 100,000% yourself. What you'll get from us is real dirty a little okay more like a lot of quirky along with empathy edge and a safe space if you're ready to build a mindset that is unapologetically you and excel beyond the stars you're in the right place this week we will teach you how to build up a toolbox of mindset hacks so that any moment of any day you're prepared to ward off self-doubt and imposter syndrome really have to build a toolbox for yourself to help enhance your mindset and that's going to look different for everybody but the things I'll be covering tonight are finding podcasts that speak to you the other thing is finding um, either interviews online or interviews in person or if you belong to SAG or you have a friend in SAG you can go to these SAG screeners and they have talkbacks with actors or whoever inspires you and the last thing would be to meet up with people that are in your circle and that we talked about having an accountability partner and really building a community and they can also help you with your mindset. So I want to start off quickly with podcasts. So it can be really hard and I do want to preface this by saying if something keeps coming up for you, as we've talked about in the past, you probably want to make sure that you're going to therapy or doing some type of breath work or some type of body-based therapy, some type of method to process it, because if you do notice a pattern, that means it's something that you have to work through. But I do like having podcasts on hand because I can really get in my head. I went to a talk back the other day and there's these actors and they're really killing it and I'm still where I'm at and I have these dreams of where I want to go. And it can be very easy to spiral and get into this thought of negativity like I'll never get there. I'm not good enough. I'm too old and all these things. And what I found is really important to have a podcast on hand that, you know, you can journal or whatever, but it's still in your brain. Sometimes you need somebody else that's been through something that you've been through or or you're going through, I mean, and they've overcome it or something similar, but you need somebody else's voice in your head. For example, I listen a lot to Mel Robbins and Catherine Zinkina, which is Manifestation Babe. And I listen to a lot of Abraham Hicks, which isn't just a podcast. But it's really anybody that has been through something and they can just talk to you, uh, but they're not like close. And what I think is important about that is like, I can just listen to them and I don't feel like I'm going to be judged because it's not like they can really see what I'm going through or hear what I'm saying. So I can really like feel free to soak it in. Whereas if I think I'm going to my friends to help me with my mindset, sometimes it can be weird because of the relationship. So I want to turn it over to Amanda. I really just want to know, and I'm just speaking about podcasts. So is there, are there certain podcasts you like to listen to that have helped you when you've been in a dark space? Is that a method that you use sometimes? Not all the time, but um, the idea is to have something quick, something on your phone 
that you can just plug in your ear, whether you're on the subway, you're about to go into an audition, maybe it's a pre-recorded meditation or something, or maybe you're home and you're trying to go to bed and your thoughts are crazy and you need someone else to speak into your ear. So I'd love to hear about your experiences with that. Yes, I love that question. Yes, I definitely have an arsenal of things that I go to. I am a very think, I'm a thinker. So I overanalyze a lot of things. So if I don't get it out of my head, it literally festers. I was just talking about this with my friend today, Tokyo, is that if I don't get it out of my head, it starts to ruminate and all these stories start to build up. And then it kind of, it takes me out of the moment. It takes me out of solving a problem. It takes me out of connecting with even my, my true self, my career. It just takes me out of, out of the things that really bring me joy when I don't take the time to settle down, let the dust settle. So podcasts and meditating and journaling always help me and talking to my friends. And there's a handful of people that I talk to. And I'll be honest, I'm, my mom is my best friend. So she's one of the go-to people that I talk to all the time because we just learn how to listen to each other. And it's more of a venting, not blaming, but just like letting it out. So, you know, find someone that you can just vent to right? Someone that you can just like let it out. There's no judgment. There's, there's no sense of animosity or anything. It's just letting it out. You're speaking your thoughts. Then I do that on my own as well. If no one's around, I sound like a crazy person, but I'll be talking to myself, pacing back and forth just to get it out. Because if I don't, again, I, it gets to the point where it consumes my well-being. Podcast that I go to is usually things that I love inspirational speeches. That is like my go-to thing. So I'm always looking for a combo of inspirational speeches from different people, you know, like Steve Harvey, you've got amazing women and Oprah and all these people that talk. And it's great for me to listen because it gets me out of my head. And most of the time it relates to me. I don't even know how it happens. I don't know if it's the synchronicity of the universe. I got, I'll solve your problem here. Just listen to this. I got you. Oh, you're asking. Great. I got you. Right. And so journaling helps, but I need to verbalize. Absolutely. I'm the type of person that journaling is great, but I'm going to be honest. I get freaking tired journaling. I'll start scribbling because I'm like, oh my gosh, my thoughts is too much. It's too much. It's too much. So I'll either record on my cell phone and I'll just have it like um, speech to text and I'll do that. Or just again, talking it out, just getting it out of my head. And most of the time I answer my own questions. I'm like, oh, there it is. Or I'll say something and I'll start realizing I have an emotion attached to a specific situation. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know I felt that way. Wow. Okay. This is where it's coming from. And so uh, meditations also help me. I go to different meditations where it. one of the go-to things that I do is yoga and meditation. And the one that I love is an app called Stretch It. Love that app. So good. Yeah. Um, Nell uses that. And the second, the person that I like to do yoga with is Boho Beautiful. She has an app as well, but I just follow it on YouTube and she has great yoga options from 10 minutes from the beginners to the advanced. She also has meditations that she's in, that she does and presents from four elements, uh, just calming your mind, releasing energy. So that would be, again, the, the th things that I do. You know, focus on the positive. I mean, you know, deal with the negative, breathe, feel how you feel. You know, I'm a big, a big advocate of that. But just have these things ready because for me, I, I didn't. And I didn't know where to turn. I didn't know 
who really spoke to me. That's why it's important to kind of figure out, is it the podcast? Is it this person and their meditation? Is it this yoga teacher? You want to constantly be building your arsenal and building your toolbox so that when it hits, because you know, for me, it hits hard, then it's like, I just want to be able to get out of it quickly. And I need to know, like, can I call my friend? Oh, she's not available. I need to listen to a podcast. Oh, crap. It's not really doing it. Okay, so I have this meditation. And so, because there isn't time, you know, you have an audition and you're starting to get down on yourself, you got to have something ready that will turn it around for you. And it's kind of like having an actor's toolkit. We have different tools for working with a scene or working with other actors or different mediums. Same thing for your mindset. So we're going to move on to the next point, And Amanda kind of touched on this is YouTube or videos or watching interviews. Uh, I go to SAG screeners a lot that have the SAG talkbacks where you watch the show that these actors are in and then they talk about their experiences with the show and also who they are as actors and how they got to where they were. And the reason that it's important to do this is because you want to go see evidence that you, of, of people, and you don't want to be jealous. I look at it as evidence. Okay, they can do it. I can do it too. And I'm going to do it in my own way. And so for me, a long time, I was afraid to watch interviews with actors or go to these screeners or watch certain things about people talking about living out their dreams because it hurt me. I couldn't handle it. But that was good because I learned, okay, Janelle, you need to go do some breath work and work out some stuff in your body because this dream means a lot to you and you need to be able to listen to these people and learn from them. And so the first thing is the podcast and meditations we talked about. But the second thing is staying inspired and seeing people that are doing what you want to do and having that as evidence. Look, like they struggled with this. Last night I found out Tony Shalhoub was a terrible auditioner. He said he was terrible at auditions. And I struggle with auditioning. Sometimes I struggle with memorizing and I literally feel stupid. I literally feel stupid and like, Janelle, what are you thinking? You can't do this. So it's why it's so important to go watch these actors that are living out this dream that you have or whatever it may be. Maybe you're a model, maybe you're a makeup artist, maybe you're a writer, maybe you do all types of whatever you do, whatever excites you, whatever lights you up, that dream you have, you really got to make sure you keep listening to people that have achieved it. So Amanda, what do you have to add about that in regards to videos and interviews that you consume? Here's the the amazing thing about today and being in, I feel like we're in the 23rd century versus the 22nd. I think we're, it's a lot, uh, is that there's so much access and resources. So, and, and it's in the palm of our hands. And the thing is, if something comes to your mind, if you may think it's the most stupidest question, you may think this question is like, what well, makes no sense. You've got Google is like one of your best friends, Google it. And I'm that I guarantee there's some type of article out there or a YouTube video, a speech that someone mentioned that that can uh, aligns with what you're thinking and questioning and being curious about. If you really want a certain career in a certain industry, you have to involve yourself in that industry by getting to know those people and understanding that you're not the only one struggling. You're not the only one that's having these hiccups. And when you start doing the research and the real people will let you know their, their fails. They'll let you know, like, listen, I had no's. If you listen to such actors like Kevin Hart and Regina Hall, I mean, 
uh, to Haji P. Henson, all these actors and creative beings and even sports, you know, athletes, they struggled. I read a, a quote about Steve Harvey who didn't make it until he was 40 years old. I was like, well, darn, I've got plenty of time then. Why am I stressing? It puts you back into yourself and it makes you realize that you're overthinking things sometimes and you're rushing the process. When you're listening to others who are already on a level that you want to be in, you want to listen to what got them there, what their failures were, uh, and how they overcame them, who they went to, what they did. And it's about a trial and error thing as well. You have to be able to, again, everything's not going to work for you that works for somebody else. Me, even me and Janelle, you know, things that she's doing may not necessarily work for me. And that's fine because we have a different mindset. We have different ways of learning. We have different ways of expressing ourselves. We have different ways of putting things together. It's normal. And I don't want you to judge yourself for that either. If you're not comprehending something quickly, if you're not absorbing it as quickly, I'm a slow learner at times, especially reading a book. I've reread pages like four times and I'm like, did I even comprehend what I was just reading? I'm like, whoa. So I just have to slow down and really bring myself back into it. But, and I'm rambling here, but the benefit of listening to others in interviews is that you remind yourself that you're not alone. And my friend and I, Tokyo, were just talking about this. You also get advice and you can avoid certain hiccups throughout the road. You're like, well, damn, that's a if I hadn't known, I could have put myself in danger if I did it that way or because you don't know any better. And so uh, they give you also tricks of the trade, like things you would never thought about because you're, you're not on that level, things you didn't think about. So it's really helpful to allow yourself to be open to seeing others on a level that you want to be because you also get out of the mindset of scarcity and you get out of the mindset of competition. And like Nell said previously, you see, you can see yourself in that position. You can see yourself in their shoes, but from your perspective, like, well, if they did it, then I can do it too. So I just, I use these interviews as tools, as adding to my toolbox of knowledge. And you just see people for a human being and you have also a sense of empathy. And you can, we talked about self-compassion last Sunday, you offer yourself compassion as well throughout the process. This might sound kind of like, oh, okay, I've done that or obvious or uh, maybe maybe you don't think it's really impactful at all. But I do this weekly, sometimes daily. You really have to be mindful of how you your mindset is having an impact on your life. There are some people that live their entire lives and never noticing how they're getting in their own way. You really got to check in with yourself. If you aren't where you want to be, there are many things that you can do for yourself. There are many things you have control over. And the number one thing is your mindset. So with me, if my mindset isn't right, I know I'm not getting there. I'm not going to get there. I am not going to get there if my mindset isn't right. And it's okay. It's hard. Your mind is playing games all the time with you because your ego which is fear-based, it wants to protect you and only wants you to stay in the experiences that you had because it knows you survived them 
is going to keep you from thinking outside the box and going above your limit or this glass ceiling because you haven't been there yet. But if you can think it and you can see it and you can see other people do it and you hear other people talking about it, you know it is possible in this lifetime. This is very serious to me. For people that are watching, this is what makes or breaks people. This is what determines whether or not you're going to reach your dreams. So it's really important to have these things that work for you. And, and the last point is really an actor and model. So I go to a lot of theater. I see a lot of movies. I see all types of productions. It's not just acting because it, it's important to go see art as an artist because it makes you feel alive and it makes you feel connected. And if you're just in your apartment and you're just applying to work and then you're working on stuff by yourself, it, you can start to feel dead. <laughs> And you're just like too caught up in the business of things. So the way to stay inspired when I'm feeling down and I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. Why am I even doing this? Do I really, do I really want to do this? I'm like, let me go check up on myself. And then I go and I go see somebody performing. And yes, I'm learning from them. But I don't know about you, but for me, since I was a very little girl, anytime I would leave a movie, something in me was like, I want to do that. And I couldn't figure out why, but you don't have to know the why. If you know what that feeling is though, when you're like, you see somebody do something. So like I saw a dance production and then I think the next month I was in dance classes because I begged my dad because I was like, this will bring me joy. It's like you have that in your dreams guide you where you're supposed to go in life. You have to pay attention to that. You tune everybody else out. You know what you want to do. Because whenever you see other people do it, it, it strikes you. And I want to encourage everybody to go for that. That is how you will have the most fulfilled life. That is what tells you what you're supposed to do. You can feel it. You know. You know what you really want to do. You know what really excites you. You know what really lights you up. You're like, Janelle, it's hard. Yes, it is hard. That's why you have to have all these tools to keep your mindset in check. And so going out and seeing people that are doing what I'm doing, and that can probably translate to any industry. I don't know about other things. I'm just speaking as an actor here. Yes, yes, your inspiration sometimes needs a kickstart. Exactly, exactly. I love that. Nikki for the win. And um, I would say, Rachel, that's also another way to start to build your community because... You know, maybe you go see a big Broadway show, but maybe you're going to something somebody invited you to, and maybe there's only like 25 people there, and then you get to talking to everybody, and everybody's doing the same thing. Oh, I want to go see this show of this person. I'm going to support this person, and I'm making this. And then you start to build community with people that are out there, and they're, they're trying to get it. And that's how I built my community. Amanda knows she gets, you know, maybe a little annoyed everywhere we go. So I'm like... Hey, hey, I'm like running into people I know. And it's because I've just always been out like running on the streets of New York for 10 years, just trying to get out in it and stay inspired. So that is the last thing I'll say. Amanda, anything you have to add to all of that? One, definitely go out and experience the world, but definitely read. Or if you're not a reader, find, you get Audible. But there are so many amazing stories out there. A couple of the books that I love is like The Four Agreements. It helps you get, create a, a really strong mindset. 
And I was just, again, talking about this with my friend, you know, The Four Agreements. If you haven't read that book, it's a very simple read that I try to read at least once a year just to remind myself of these helpful tools. I also have uh, A Man Thinketh by James Allen. Love that book because it just reminds me that what you think is what you become and what you create in the world. And so it was a great reminder to realize if I'm harping on these negative things, it's going to funnel. Here's the thing. Your mind is like a funnel. Your unconscious is constantly bringing things in, is absorbing everything around you, even if you're not paying attention. Your unconscious is literally absorbing everything. And what happens is it turns into a funnel and all of it goes down and eventually it catches up and you're, it's now here and you're like, Oh yeah, that and all these negative thoughts that are coming in my head, now it's consuming my body and it's affecting everything. It's like streaming and pouring into everything that you're involved in, all your whole alignment or disalignment. You know, it's all funneling into that one thing. So really be aware of what you're absorbing, who you're around, because that also affects your mindset. If you're around people who constantly talk negative, or uh, we like to call it punchinchera, which is gossip, which is okay once in a while. But if you're, every time you hang out, you're talking about some type of gossip, oh my gosh, that's, it's not helpful. It's, you're concerning yourself with other people's stuff, like really focus on you and okay, fine, you talk about it very shortly, but it shouldn't be every conversation. It shouldn't start everything. They shouldn't be talking about negative things all the time. Oh, my life is miserable. Nothing's going right. So negative. I'm like, well, darn, I don't want to be around you because you're sucking me into this this dark hole with you. You know, and granted, everybody has their moments and we struggle and all that we have challenges and difficulties, you know, but doing all these tools and working on your mindset and looking for research and looking for tools and talking to people and going out helps you build an emotion, a positive emotional regulation within your body. Took you laughing. Yeah, it it it, uh, it builds that within you, right? And then the, the last thing that I would say about going out, or even if you're not big on going out, totally fine. Like if you're not that type of person and you're very like reclusive, totally fine. Find uh, communities online. You have Facebook. Facebook is a great resource for groups. There are so many groups out there. You can join them and chat and people will be more honest. You'll be surprised how honest people are in these like private groups that talk and can offer advice. And I mean, I ha- I'm on a Facebook group for coaches, coaches for coaches. Like it's literally, we talk about the whole process, actors with actors, like all the things. So if you're not big on going out and maybe you're not big on talking and connecting people, find Facebook groups, find newsletters or blogs that you relate to, sites, websites. Like I follow positive psychology. I love that because they provide helpful exercises and tools that I've used in my life that I've shared with other people that I didn't know. And then most of the people who have podcasts also have blogs or or monthly or weekly newsletters. So check that out and find helpful books. Do research because if you have one book, I'm sure they have another reference for another book and all the things, but know that you're not alone and there's always something out there to help you. Always. You just got to be ready to ask for it and be willing to be vulnerable enough to be vulnerable enough to admit that you need the help, that you need someone to guide you through this process in life. Because at the end of the day, you don't have to be alone and life doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't. I think we just choose it to, because I we add our emotions and 
we harp on things that, that happened three years ago and we're thinking about it now and it's forget it's all the things they all feed into again the funnel think about your mind as a funnel you're a big old thing absorbing everything and it's the world and it funnels down so have that filter within that funnel take the bullshit out filter it yes and so tonight we've given you so many resources and now it's up to you to put something together for yourself, you will know what works for you. I think two years ago, I was having pretty negative thoughts, I would say every hour. And I got to the point where I was like, no, like, I think I was listening to a lot of Abraham Hicks or something. I was like, put it in my ear. Or I was listening to books. I was listening to a lot of books because I was driving a lot a couple years ago. And I don't know. Oh, thank you so much good to see you. <laughs> and I had some told some, some people had told me in my life at times that I could get very negative or things like that or very down on myself. And Amanda knows I'm still working through it. And that's some more body-based therapy that I'm doing. But I was just so determined and I don't know where it came out of. It just seemed like it came out of nowhere. But I just knew that I was like, if I'm going to change my mindset, I have to get out of my own. Like I have to keep putting somebody else in my ear because this isn't working. And for too long, I kept believing the negativity I was telling myself. And yes, I found success, but honestly, there's been many times where it's just been so painful because I get the success and feel like I didn't deserve it. Even though you do deserve the success you have because it's meant to be yours because it's yours and you dreamt it and you got it. And that's that. You deserve the success you have. That's it. So... It's, this is so important to me. I'm so passionate about it. So please, I hope if you joined us tonight, you find the things. It has to be a daily thing. If you are being negative or having thoughts about yourself or being mean to yourself or you're just like, no, I can't do it, you need to plug something in your ear, read a book, watch an interview. Even if it's just for 10 minutes or five minutes, you have to switch it every time. And it does make a huge difference. It makes a massive difference. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mindset Artistry. We hope you found our stories and tips motivating and helpful. Be sure to follow us here on Spotify for more episodes to help you master the art of your mindset.